Okay, everyone, welcome to another episode of the Wing It Worldwide podcast. This is Scott McKay. And this is Emily McKay. And today, Emily, where are we going? The Gold Coast of Australia. We're going down under. And this was an amazing place. Australia in general. Is everything you would expect it to be. I'll tell you what, and more. Oh, yes. We like to say America's the greatest country in the world around here, but you go to Australia and you realize they're giving us a run for our money. It's just amazing. And you feel like you're at home. Everything is first world. Yeah. Weather's great. People are beautiful. Scenery is incredible. Animals are different. Right. Food is wonderful. Accent is different. The stars at night are different. What do you think of the beer? The beer's pretty good. They don't drink Fosters down there. Uh, no, of course not. They drink, um, what is it? Victoria Bitter, VB. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what it was. was. People say, oh, that stuff's piss water, mate. You don't drink that. <laughs> you know, they, every beer I liked, everybody thought it was terrible. I think it's a macho thing down there with guys that all the beer has to be terrible. None of it's ever good enough. But people are generally friendly and laid back. And uh, the beautiful thing about Australia, which we'll talk a lot more about when we talk about Sydney, is how they don't seem to have had lawyers take over down there yet. Everything is no worries. That was the great thing, because you get to do so many more things. There's so many adventure companies doing stuff. (laughs) It's just crazy. They can go to the limits because there isn't all this lawsuit fear like we have here. Like the guy rented me a surfboard in Surfer's Paradise and let me go out there in a torrent and almost drown. (laughs) No worries, mate. We just fetch you up if we need to. No problem. <laughs> you know, and I mean, it was just like, yeah, sure. We're not even going to check this guy's surfing credentials and see if he can go out there. I mean, I it was, no one should have been surfing Here it would have never happened. And it was a big floaty thing. It wasn't even a surfboard. So, you know, I should have right. known better. The quality wasn't there. Now, the first thing you need to know in order to get to Gold Coast is you can fly to Gold Coast Airport, but it's usually a lot cheaper just to fly into Brisbane. Right. And then you catch a train. Or a bus. Or a bus over to Gold Coast. Yeah. Anyway, you go to Gold Coast, and you go to Surfer's Paradise. It's like high-rise paradise. It's skyscraper paradise is what I called the blog post. Right. Skyscraper's paradise. Beautiful beach, beautiful place. They got a 100-story condos there. It's like Hong Kong by the sea. I was expecting beach, 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 and, you know, trees. But it's a full-blown city with high-rises. Good restaurants, plenty to do. It's pricey. Everything in Australia is going to break the bank. Yes. But you don't care. You're having so much fun. Right. Um, That's when we usually eat the sandwich shops. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And we go to the grocery store, buy groceries and make tuna sandwiches, right? And have a picnic. Right. Oh, we did that, didn't we? We did do that. But the thing about Surfer's Paradise is no one's surfing there. The waves aren't any good. It's the most ironically named place. Yes. It's like, where are the ways? Well, you want to go down to Burley Heads Beach or you mm-hmm. want to go down to Snapper Rocks Beach. Right, you catch a bus. Right, and you ride. It's one road. It's like, uh, you know, some of the East Coast beaches right. that sit on an island with an intercoastal waterway kind of thing. And be prepared. It could take as much as an hour to get there. Yeah, from end to end. Oh, sure. yes. And you'll want to jump off the bus here and there and see some of these places. Like they have uh, great little restaurants for when you're really drunk at night. Those places <laughs> abound on the Gold Coast. Oh, they're always so delicious. And guys, you know, if you're a surfer at all, you're going to pass iconic surf shops. You know, where you've seen guys' names on surfboards all the time. And these guys are in there. You can go and shake their hands and meet them while they're Making while they're them. making the surfboards. Yeah, I went to Hot Stuff Surfboards, which mm-hmm. is the first surfboard I ever owned was a Hot Stuff Surfboard. Wayne Bartholomew model with the, it was called uh, Bugs. Right. Bartholomew and had a Bugs Bunny in the middle and it said WB for Wayne Bartholomew. Mm-hmm. It was the first surfboard I ever had. I went to the little shop where it was shaped and it's this little tiny shop. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't the only shop we went into. We went to a couple others. Lots of fun. But the big cool thing that was going on there was the ASP Pro Surfing Contest 
was going on not only while we were there, but the finals were happening the day we were there. That's right. We had to call and switch up our plans because you don't know when the finals are going to happen. We right. know it may happen during the time that we're there. But we took a risk. We figured that it was going to happen on the day that we're supposed to go see the... Australia Zoo. Exactly. Yeah, we changed it up. And so we called and changed our reservations, and they were able to accommodate us, which was a great call because it happened just right. We were That's able right. to see both Steve Irvin's zoo as well as the uh, the surfing contest, which is a photographer's paradise. Because oh, yeah. You okay, get great pictures. I had pictures. a blast with yep. my camera with the long lens and the short lens and getting all the wonderful shots with them flying in the air after they... Yeah, world-class surfing. Absolutely. And it's free to go hang around. I mean, they get you souvenirs and they get you on the beer. Yeah. But it's free to go hang around. It's such a neat laid back place. And when the guy won, we were standing right at the podium and getting splashed by champagne with the rest of them. It was big fun. It was. It was a great experience. If you've never been to a surf contest, it's uh, just a, an ultimate beach going experience. It's like a total dude experience. <laughs> and um, yeah, I mean, the guy won. That was the end of the contest, and you took some amazing pictures. I had a lot of fun with that. And they're on the blog. They are. There's a couple of those pictures on the blog. If you want to see uh, Emily's chops at taking surf photography, a couple of those, you could have sold the Surfer magazine. I probably could. Yeah, they were great. What a great day. And so we got back on the bus, went up to Burley Heads, and these dudes were out there surfing. Mm -hmm. It's like, don't you know there's a pro surfing contest going down there? Oh, but, yeah, I've been there. Yeah, but the waves were so good, they didn't care. Right. I don't I could see that. I'd rather be a participant at the lowest level than a spectator at the highest level mm -hmm. in just about anything. Right. But, uh, yeah, that was really, really great. And they have some great beaches. We took the bus and got off at a few of the beaches where it's just no one seemed to have been there for the most part because yeah. everyone's at the competition. Yeah. And a gorgeous beach with lots of trees and kind of what you expect a beach to look like. And right across the way because this beach is really like a C-shape. So the whole city goes mm -hmm. around it. So you can see where we were staying yeah, over right. at Gold Coast and to take pictures of these high rises that we were right next to it looks sort of like you're looking across a bay yes but it's really the curvature of the land and that's where the ocean is right yeah but no doubt from where they were holding the surf contest in snapper rocks you look across and you can see all these high rises it looks like you're looking at manhattan right but it's that's amazing where we're staying. yeah exactly and uh from there you mentioned steve Irwin zoo yes i'm a huge steve Irwin fan and it I'm still takes in an morning. hour an hour and a half to get there not to mention right. the time to get from your hotel when they pick you up right. to the pickup point of the bus. Right. So you're figuring two or two and a half hours to actually make it to the zoo. But they take care of you. They'll shuttle you directly to the zoo and back. They have Smoothly. the uh, Express, the Australia Zoo Express. Right. Right. And they take you directly to the front gates of the zoo. It's a good zoo. You got to hold a koala bear. Oh, no, I love that. I've always wanted to hold a koala bear. That's been something I wanted to do when I went to Australia. Ever since I was a little girl, I saw a show that had that. And I'm like, that was my bucket list. They smell like sweaty eucalyptus. <laughs> and you have they're to be, oily. They are. And you have to hold them a certain way because they're very fragile. Their backs can break. Wow. Yeah, right. And I saw you do it. And I said, ah, you know what? I have to belly up and get the 40 bucks paid it for me too. And cheap. I know. And you didn't want to do it. I didn't feel like I needed to do it. But then I was like, you know, where else are you going to hold a koala bear? <laughs> Nowhere else. Right. But uh, it's a neat little zoo. It's bigger than I thought it was. It's not a rinky-dink little deal. No. no. It's, it's a, I love that zoo. There's yeah. all kinds of animals. I love the elephant habitat because the elephants are so free. Right. They come up to see the audience when they feel like it. And when they don't want to, they just head out to the jungle. 
they have this amazing amount of space that's behind the trees and they can go wherever they want. Tons of acreage. So they have their own little jungle back there. And they're up at the front enjoying all the attention, getting bathed and pampered. They're happy elephants. Free roaming kangaroos. Oh, that was so cute. You get Having to pet, sex. You get to, <laughs> you get to pet them. <laughs> see the little babies. Yeah, yeah. Tasmanian devils. Oh, that's right. Dingoes, they were there, weren't they? Uh, the infamous, or I don't know if they're infamous, but world famous crocodile pits. Right. It's somewhere. From the show. They, I believe they have a, uh, a duckbill platypus, but they weren't able to bring, he wasn't ready for, for viewing. I know, man. We went the entire trip all over Australia and didn't see a platypus once. Nope. We saw like those echidnas or echidnas. We saw those everywhere. Right. Well, but- they're nocturnal and they're very skittish around people. So um, giving them a nice home that they can be comfortable in, there's our timer. Yeah, there's our it's, timer. It's a challenge for the zoos to be able to do that and not stress out the animal. So there's a, you know, they can't quite get around that just yet. But, you know, Australia Zoo is worth it. It's kind of like uh, yes, the Steve Irwin worship zone, but it's not oppressive. It's no. still mostly about the animals. Yes. Love the jacket I got from there. I got an Australia Zoo rain, the rain jacket. Yeah, it's yes. really sharp. A-, a gift shop is not overpriced. No, it wasn't. That was the pleasant surprise. But, yeah, Gold Coast. I don't think a lot of Woo-hoo! Americans go there. They go to Sydney and Melbourne, maybe go to right. Ayers Rock, which we haven't done yet. I think it's mostly a uh, phenomenon reserved for people from Oz. Right. I think most people either head to the Great Barrier Reef. Which we did Like you said, Sydney. But the Gold Coast is definitely missed by most people. Should be on your radar screen. Anyway, um, you can find out more about the Gold Coast by checking out our blog at www.wingitworldwide.com. And the show notes, as always, are at www.wingitworldwide.com front slash podcast. Go check it out. Download the free reports. And if you like the show, please give us a review and a five-star on iTunes or Stitcher. That would be much appreciated. Yeah. And we want to hear from you at uh, Scott and Emily with one T, S-C-O-T and Emily, E-M-I-L-Y. We'd love to hear from you. At wingitworldwide.com. Everything's wingitworldwide.com, including Pinterest, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. We do have a YouTube channel we've never talked about on this show. No, we haven't. Have Check we? that out for sure. Until we talk to you again real soon, this is Scott McKay. And this is Emily McKay. Be good out there. And have fun. The Wing It Worldwide podcast is copyright X and Y communications. All rights reserved worldwide. Remember, you can go to the show notes page at www.wingitworldwide.com front slash podcast. There you'll find out much more about all the destinations talked about by Scott and Emily on this show. Remember, if there's anything left out that you wanted to hear, chances are you'll find it there. It's all at www.wingitworldwide.com front slash podcast. This is Ed Roy Odom speaking for the Wing It Worldwide Podcast. Until next time, be good and have fun.